nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world. Hey, 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 guys. Welcome to another hour with me in Tipperary. How is everybody doing? Can you all hear me okay? Let me know in the comments if you can hear me. I can see people coming into the room. And thanks a million, guys. I do appreciate it. Hey, Christina. Hey, Emily. Hey, Lottie. How is everybody keeping? You know, it's just this week that I am, um, that I've really started to feel a bit Christmassy. And that's probably because everything that I ordered online has started to arrive at the door. And we put up some decorations this week as well. Uh, we're very traditional in our household here in Thurles. Uh, we always wait until after the 8th of December before we put up our Christmas decorations. So it's been kind of um, a labor of love over the last few days. But my son is on holidays from university. So he has been helping with the Christmas lights. So um, it's all good. And we're finally getting into the Christmas spirit. Has everybody else got their decorations up? Are you ready to rock and roll? Finally got to work out how to change my name on here. Hey, Olive. It's lovely to be able to, to see your name on here. <laughs> it's not an easy one. It's like any new app that you get. It takes time to navigate it. I still am figuring it out, but um, I know enough to get by. And that does me. And um, what do you mean? Show my name. You're Lisa dot Moro M O R O. That's what your name shows at in in the chat. So um, it's only important, I guess, when um, if you know when I do a show where I'm doing readings, it gives me something that I can connect to. Okay, uh, Christina saying her phone smashed at five a.m. What were you doing at five a.m.? I rushed the shop to get a phone for tonight's show. <laughs> Trying to log into everything now. Oh God bless you. <laughs> Have you no a computer or iPad? Oh, five p.m. I pick your breakfast. <laughs> yeah, five p.m. I was wondering what you were doing at five a.m. I thought I was the only nutter that was up at that time. Because my dog, I have a German Shepherd and she sleeps in the room with me. So sometimes, you know, in the early hours of the morning, you can feel it like a cold nose on your back. She'll put her head under the duvet and snuggle into my back uh, to let me know that she needs to go out. So I'm often up at weird hours of the morning with my animals. They're worse than kids, honestly. But anyway, I don't want to waste too much time because I know that um, the majority of you are here hello maggie welcome thanks for joining us i know you're all here today to talk about the law of attraction oh you have no computer or ipad hopefully for my birthday in march you know what i do everything on my desktop and i'm i'm not a technophobe necessarily i'm i, I use my phone quite a lot but you know when it comes to little apps and stuff i find them very fiddly on on the phone and I'm just useless. So I know everything. I've got like um, a Mac with like a 27 inch screen. So um, everything's quite large and easily navigated uh, on my desktop. Um, so I suppose it's handy for me. My office is in my house. So anyway, okay. So we did talk last week and I promised you all who wants to talk about the law of attraction. Do you want to go ahead with the plan? because I was thinking about it today and thinking about kind of, you know, how I'd break it down 
and talk um, maybe about it for just maybe an hour or so or even kind of 50 minutes or whatever. Um, because it is a very complex topic and we all hear the words. Lisa wants to come on as a speaker. You're more than welcome, guys. I'm open to anybody coming in um, as a speaker. I would just ask maybe that you use headphones because it um, it cuts out the background noise. Hello. Hey, Lisa, how are you? Can you hear us? It says you're connected anyway. I don't know if you can hear us or not. Hey, Mary, welcome, welcome, welcome. So I was just explaining that law of attraction is a very, very complex uh, thing. So we'll get through as much as we can. I have a few notes that I did out to try and make things maybe a little bit simpler. Has anybody ever tried to manifest anything before? Now, just to be clear, some people call it the law of attraction. Some people call it manifestation. It's the same thing because basically what you're doing is um, you, oh, Maggie is telling us that she manifested her house. Maggie, do you want to come on as a speaker and tell us how you managed to do that? Because, you know, hearing other people's, um, other people's experiences, it really helps people envisage what they've got to do. Give me two minutes. No problem at all. So um, as I say, the law of attraction and manifestation, they're the same thing because what we're doing is we're trying to attract or manifest what we want in life. Okay. Lisa's telling us she got her car. Lisa, I am, I can't hear you. It says you're connected, but I can't hear you if you want to talk. On can me. you hear me now? I can hear you now. Where are you Awkward. calling from, Lisa? Pardon? Where are you calling from? I'm actually in Clamell in Tipperary. Gosh, you're not too far away from me at all. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a million um, for joining in. Oh, so tell you. us, okay, um, just the quick version of how you managed to manifest your car. So what I used to do, I was kind of driving a really, um, I, think, I can't remember what I was driving at the time. It was a coupe or something like that. But yeah. when I got it, when I get into the car, I used to kind of visualize a Mercedes sign. So yeah. it kept getting in. So I just did this the whole time. And just visualizing the the Mercedes sign on my coupe, <laughs> just yeah, something yeah. small, but it kind of it worked out in the end. Because you had sat down, you had figured out exactly what you wanted, okay, down to the make and model, and probably even the color of it. It was, you know? yeah, it was a white one with the black roof, and I just my heart was setting it. And did you get it? I did, yeah, I did. Good yeah. woman. Well, it's gone again now, but you look. That's... But you look, yeah. But, you know, you manifested something else. Yeah. Okay. So, in short, okay, so people are, now Maggie's going to come on and tell us too how she manifested her house and then we'll go into, into the nitty gritty of it. Hey, Maggie, you're connected. Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? I sure can. Where are you calling in from? Uh, Kerry, County Kerry. Kerry, and you're not too far away. So you telling us that you manifested yeah. your house, just in in the short version. Tell us what you did. Um, so, so I have a little book and each year I do kind of, um, it's like bubbles. So I'd have like say yeah. the year at the time was 2018 in the bubble, then I'd have little arrows coming out. And at the time I was renting a house, the house mm -hmm. got taken off by the banks and I struggled to find a house. So yeah. when I eventually found a rented house, I decided there and then that Christmas, that was it. And the next house that I would be moving into would be my own house. So um, I kept being drawn to a certain part of my town and I just kept imagining 
every time I'd be thinking about my house, it was going to be a two bedroom house, going to be um, an open plan kitchen and sitting room, even down to like the floors. It was going to have underfloor heating. It was going to have gray walls. It was going to have a blue door. And then November, yeah, November 2019, I got a call uh, from the council that I had been approved a new built house they were building. And when I went up to see the house, I just died. It's a blue door. It's underfloor heating. It's Mm -hmm. two bed. Everything, like every little detail that I kept imagining over and over my head, what the house is going to be like and pulling up to my front door. Little things like when I close my future front door. You have to envisage it, don't you? And can yeah. I say to you, isn't underfloor heating just the best invention ever? Oh, it's, oh I love I'm it. I'm a for walking around with a bare or stocking feet. And when we built our house 20 years ago, nobody was putting in underfloor heating. You know, it was very yeah. new concept. And we actually had a yeah. guy over from Canada to set up the system for us. He was one of the first people around. Um, this must have been about, so we'd started building. So it must have been about maybe 21, 22 years ago when we met this guy. I was working in Limerick Institute of Technology at the time. We were all about environment and the whole lot. So I got the whole system put in and it's just the best thing that I ever did. But, you know, yeah. and animals, if you have any animals, they love it too. <laughs> yeah. So my little dog, he loves it. He has a oh, spot, certain spot abs- and he absolutely yeah. loves it. They find where the pipes are coming out from the manifold. Yeah. And they know that's, yeah, that's the hottest spot. I love it. Okay. So just pause yourselves for a minute, ladies. I want to keep you in the conversation. But I do want to go back to the beginning for people who have never heard about the law of attraction before. Okay. So the whole point of it is, right, that positive thoughts bring positive results into your life. Okay, so that's basically what you're doing. You're trying to um, expel, if you like, any negative thoughts from your mind. And you're trying to envisage what you want in your life, where you want to be in your life. How do you mute or pause? Now, that one you'll have to look around and um, somehow figure out how to mute it because I'm not, you have it, I'm not on the app, I'm on the the desktop, sorry. Um, So... Um, yeah, so basically you have to envisage the way your life, uh, the way you want it to be, who you want in it, where you want to be, where you want to live, where you want to work. Everything is up for grabs. OK, but it's the power of positive thinking. OK, so basically and I say this to people with regards to mediumship, too, because the same thing um, applies when you create a thought in your mind. That's like radio waves that go out to the universe, okay? And when those radio waves go out to the universe, it's picked up on, okay? It's picked up on, it's picked up on by your guardian angels, by your loved ones in spirit, by your spirit guides, it's the whole lot, okay? And they give back this positivity to you, okay? But if you're giving out negative energy, then negativity is going to back come back to you. So this is why you always need to keep the thoughts really, really positive because thoughts are a form of energy. Okay. Positive energy attracts success in all areas of your life, including health, including finances, including relationships, um, where you're living, where you're working, everything. Okay. Like attracts like. 
Okay, you probably found, you know, at different times in your life that when you're going through stuff that you've always been um, attracted to the, And I don't mean romantically, but even as friends wise, that you've always found yourself kind of in the company of people who are going through the same thing. So perhaps, you know, if you just graduated college, just starting out in the workforce, you found yourself in a group of people doing the same thing. If you were getting married, starting a family, you found yourself drawn to other people who are doing the same thing. Because this is what's on your mind. This is what you're putting out into the universe. And this is what you're attracting to you. So it's like that like attracts like, like the same energy will attract the same energy. So there's you, you're thinking about your wedding, you know, I don't care if it's two or three years away, you know the date, you have it in your diary. And then you've got some other girl or guy or whatever, who is also maybe getting married um, around the same time thinking of planning a wedding. And all of a sudden, you find yourself like side by side in a queue or something. And you start talking, okay, because your energy is open to meet someone that's on a similar wavelength to you. So it's all about the energy that you're putting out there. Okay, so your thoughts um, attract similar results, whereas negative thinking in the same way, if we buy into the idea that positive thinking um, brings positive results, you also have to believe that negative thinking brings negative results. Okay, so you need to be very, very careful. Okay, so it's all about people call it mindset. People call it manifestation. People call it the law of attraction. It's all about energy and belief. Are you with me so far, guys? Okay, am I making sense? It's about your energy. And everything in the world has an energy, guys. Okay, and you know, this is the same way that it works for spirit because I use the same analogy. Um, for those of you who may come from a, um, a farming or countryside background, okay, I live in the middle of the countryside. You're writing all this down, Christina. Well, it is being recorded, so it will be up and you'll be able to listen back to it. It'll help you sleep some night. Um, but if you're from a farming background, okay, you'll know that a farmer can plow a field and they can go out and they can pick the stones out of the field. And they'll go in and have their tea and go to bed thinking they're ready to plant the following day. But they could come down the following day and more stones will have appeared in the field. And they'll pick those stones and they'll come down the following day and there will be more stones in the field. That's because stones vibrate. Okay. And they work their way up in the loose soil. They're able to work their way up to the top. Okay, and that's exactly how crystals work, guys. On a side note, we might do a show on crystals at some stage in the future. But it's how um, your vibration affects everything around you. Okay, so in the same way stones vibrate, the clay vibrates, um, trees vibrate, we as human beings, Papa, we as human beings vibrate. So everything has a rate of vibration. Okay, so it's the way that you vibrate. Um, that makes your mark on the world and attracts what you need or want. Okay. So if you're vibrating in a positive energy, you're like a magnet and you're attracting positive energy to you. But if you're vibrating in a negative energy, then you're bringing negative things to you. Okay. So that all sounds really easy, doesn't it? We just get rid of the negative and we fill it with 
positives. I definitely will do one on crystals, Christina, because I have a friend that is like, I call her the expert on crystals and I'll ask her to join us and um, answer all our questions. So um, when we expel, which we're attempting to do, all the negativity out of our energy, we're left with a vacuum Okay, it's like if you have, I don't know, a container filled with stones and water, okay, and you take out all the stones, it's going to create a vacuum, okay, um, so it has to be filled with something else. So the water gushes in and fills all the space left by the stones. So when you expel all the negativity, what's going to happen? Your positivity extends, it fills up all that gap. Nature hates vacuums. Nature will always fill a vacuum with something. That's why if you're not being positive, if you're not looking forward to the future, if you're not enjoying the day that you're in, this is when we tend to fill up that vacuum of nothingness uh, with negativity. So this is why we should always have something on the side, okay, to do. So um, don't leave any vacuum in your energy. Always fill it up with positivity. One other thing before we get into how we, we bring this in, okay? Remember that your present is always perfect. It doesn't matter what you've got going on around you, okay? You could feel like the world is ready to fall in, but you've got to envisage that the present that you're in at the moment is always perfect, you're always happy, you're always grateful, you're always, um, you know, um, loving it, you know, whatever positive adjective that you can put in there, okay, um, to describe how you feel about the moment, it should always be positive, okay, because if we start to think about the negativity that's in our lives, well, then um, that's when we start to bring in negative thoughts, now, when I was making a few notes um, earlier today with this, it just dawned on me, and it's not that I mean to use anybody as um, as a scapegoat, but there was somebody who commented on my social media last week about the end of a relationship, uh, very negative about the future and how they were going to fill in the time, okay? So this was filling the vacuum that was left by the end of a relationship with negativity about the future. OK, and, you know, I didn't get into it at the time because, you know, you don't know what somebody's going through. But I just said, look at the positives. You know, now that person was free to pursue the life that they were meant to live, that they would no longer be kowtowing to somebody else or living at the whim of somebody else for their happiness. Now their happiness is 100 percent their own responsibility, okay? And they can shape their future however they want. But if they're concentrating on the past and the negative thing that happened to them, what are they going to do? Just attract more negativity. So never fill the vacuum with the negativity. I hope it makes sense what I'm saying there. The vacuum that was left by the end of the relationship, this person was filling that vacuum with more negative thoughts about the future. And that was only attracting more negative things. So by filling up the vacuum with positivity, that person could therefore attract more positive things into their life. Okay. So you, in order to attract those things, you need to know what they are. Okay. I cannot attract anything into my life 
if I don't know what I want. Okay. It's like when you go into a supermarket and you say, oh, what do I want? You generally have a list. Okay. I have to write a list because I have a head like a sieve. So the majority of us, let's say a high percentage of us would go into the supermarket to do our grocery shopping with a list. So we know going in the door exactly what we want. Why would we approach any other aspect of our life without doing the same thing? Okay, so you need to sit down and think about what are the things that you want in your life? What are the changes that you want to bring around? Okay, and write them down. Okay, it's a rough list. Nothing is set in stone. And as life changes, your list can change. But you need a starting point. Okay. Has anybody heard the term um, vision board before? Has anybody ever heard that? Christina's saying her problem is that she's so indecisive with everything. She wants everything. <laughs> well, that's, that's, I, I'm going to, I'm going to be very sexist on my own um, gender, but that's probably women, Christina. Okay. Uh, you were just thinking about a vision board. I cannot tell you how powerful a vision board is. Now I physically put up vision boards in my kids. I have two boys. I physically put up vision boards in their rooms. Okay. Over their desks. Uh, myself, I keep a vision notebook. Okay. So I print things out. I draw things on sheets of paper and I pop it in there and I look through it. And this is my vision board, but it's mobile. I bring it with me. I look at it before I go to sleep. I look at it when I wake up in the morning, I'll flick through it during the day. If I'm going away for a few days, I'll bring it with me. So I like to have something that's mobile. But let me give you an example. Okay. So my um, youngest boy, he, um, he's very musical. He just loves music. He, he actually um, particularly loves Queen. Okay. Um, way before his time. And he loves listening to them on vinyl, but he's also a big fan of Irish trad music. Okay. He started off playing the piano when he was about six. Then he went on to play the fiddle. And he said to me, he wanted to play the button accordion. This is what he wanted to play because he was playing trad fiddle. Okay. So I thought, do you know what? Let's put up a vision board in your room. Okay. And we printed out a picture from the internet. I just printed out a picture of a button accordion. And there was something else that he'd printed out at the same time, something smaller, like, I don't know. Um, I can't even remember what it was. I think there was some PlayStation game or something that he wanted. Right. But um, so we put up this picture. Um, on the vision board. And it was so funny. We did this obviously around New Year. I love to start the new year on a clean palette. And um, we waited. He was still doing his other musical instruments. And then about May or June time, his great granny, the lady that passed away this year, God rest her soul, she rang me and she asked me, would I bring Charlie into her? Um, just with work and stuff. Sometimes he didn't get to see people for two or three weeks. And um, I said, no problem. Charlie was called actually after his great granddad, her late husband. So she said to me, um, yeah, bring him in. I have something I want to give to him. Right. So we went in anyway, um, a couple of days later. And she said, Charlie, I have a present for you from your granddad, Charlie. Now, his great granddad had died five weeks before he was born. OK, and he was called after his great granddad. So she took him into the bedroom. She opened up the wardrobe and at the bottom of the wardrobe, what did she have? A button accordion that had belonged to his great granddad. And she said, I want you to have this button accordion 
because your great granddad loved it so much. And she said, you're just like him. And he is, he's very like him, not just in name, but in temperament, in facial expression and everything. So he was so delighted with this button accordion. And this year he's 13 now. Uh, we're hoping that he will enter his first flaque in 2022. Okay. Mandate allowing and mask and vaccine allowing all that stuff to the side. We're hoping that he will um, enter his first flaque. Okay. So he was actually just playing Christmas songs for us here this evening on the button accordion. So. That was just, you know, his first experience. The other one at the same year, my other son was in um, sixth year, I believe, when we did that. He's in final year in university now. And he had put up a picture of his dream car, which is it's a Volkswagen Golf, but it's something sporty. It's got GTD after it. It's Volkswagen Golf GTD. okay, and it's got leather seats and it's got this super super engine in it i don't know what it does but anyway this is what he put up as his as his dream car now it came he's he has his car it came about in quite a sad way because very unexpectedly in september of that same year his granddad passed away okay and he was just turned 65 so he was a young man but he passed away very unexpectedly and he left my son my my son enough money uh, that he was able to go out and buy his dream car Okay, so they both with their first year of their vision board and now every single year they put up stuff on their vision boards. Okay, so I think the power of it and seeing it every morning and every evening while they're doing their school or college work, whatever it might be, you know, it's there. They're looking at it. They're manifesting it. Okay, so we've had great experiences. So basically what you're doing with all of this, right, you're creating your own reality. Okay, you're focusing on what you want to draw or attract into your life. And if you believe it will happen, it will happen. You can absolutely, somebody's just asking if you could set it as a lock screen on your phone. A hundred percent. As long as you're looking at it and you're manifesting it and you're telling yourself, and this is where the present moment comes in so importantly. You have to keep telling yourself that you already have it. I am so happy and grateful that I have a button accordion. I'm able to play it and I'm going to enter my first flag. I'm using my son as an example for that. But that is the way he had to manifest it every day. Okay. I said, don't just look at it and say, I want one of them. Because if you say, I want one of them, you will always want it because the want is what you're manifesting. But if you say, I have one, I have a button accordion, I can play it, I am entering my first flag hole. Do you see? It's all in the present tense. Okay. And you must be happy and grateful about it. Okay. So the wording of your manifestation is so, so important. Okay. You always have to word it. So I just have a few more points to go through and then we, we're going to talk about it and use examples, okay? Because I want to talk just before um, I stop preaching <laughs> to you, okay, is how you can incorporate it into your everyday life. And this is where gratitude comes in. Now, I've spoke about this before, but there is a book called, what is it called? The Magic, okay? 
No, Christina, we'll talk about that point in a minute. There's a book called The Magic by Rhonda Byrne. Okay, she's no relation of mine, but her name is Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A, Rhonda Byrne. And she wrote another book before that that I haven't read, but I've read The Magic. Okay, so if you're a reader, um, get the book called The Magic. So it's basically a 30-day exercise. You read one chapter of the book every day. Every day you do one exercise Okay, that increases your power of positivity and your ability to manifest things. Okay, so when we're talking about gratitude, this idea of gratitude comes up in the first maybe three or four paragraphs within that book. I can't remember. Maggie's reading it at the moment. But Maggie, you're an absolute star at manifestation. Okay, but yes, um, I know a lot of people who would do the um, the magic book maybe three or four times a year. Okay, it's just a good thing to do. It kind of resets your energy. So gratitude is an amazing thing. And I say this so much when people come to me for psychic readings. Be grateful. It's called um, The Magic. Okay, just called The Magic. And it's by Rhonda Byrne. Okay, so um, a gratitude rock. Okay, so um basically i can't okay i can't remember some of the story but you'd have to read the book i'm paraphrasing obviously the idea started with a man whose son was in a coma a long-term coma and instead of focusing on the negative of the son being in the coma this father decided that he would be grateful that his son was still with him so every day he brought i think he brought a stone from home i can't remember um i'd have to read it again but he brought a stone into the hospital every day and every evening before he left the hospital he put the stone into his son's hand and he wrapped his hands around his son's hand and he said everything that he was grateful for that day i'm grateful that you're here i'm grateful that you're still alive i'm grateful that i got to spend time with you today i'm grateful that i was able to share my day's news with you I'm grateful that your mother is able to come in and visit you. So all these things, okay, that he he was expressing to his son, to his guardian angels, to his spirit guides and out to the universe in general, that he was grateful for the way his life was because he hadn't lost his son. Okay, so sometimes we have to be grateful for the small bits. And what I say to people is, you know, imagine what it's like to be our guardian angels because we ask and we ask and we ask okay, if only just something happened that the pipes burst at work today and I didn't have to go to work. If only I didn't have to go and visit my mother-in-law on Sunday. Oh, please, guardian angels, could you just put a nail in the tire of my car so I, I can just order takeaway to be delivered to the house tonight, okay? Something. We're always asking for things, okay? But when do we stop and say, thank you for that? Oh, you know, I didn't have to go see my my mother-in-law today. I had a puncture. Thank God for that. Okay. Or thank you, guardian angels. Or thank you, parking angels for the parking space right outside the door. So don't forget to say thank you when you get something that you've asked for. Because can you imagine our guardian angels with their head in their hands saying, all she does is ask for something. She never says thank you. Okay. So be grateful for everything that you have. Okay, visualize your goals, vision boards, vision, um, vision notebooks, okay, screensavers, um, pictures um, on the front of your fridge with a magnet, 
you know, however you're getting that visual sign out there. And this is where, you know, when people are on a diet and they'll maybe pin um, a picture of a model to the front of the fridge to stop them eating, that's a form of manifestation. You're wanting that slimmer body. Okay, so Emily's saying she talks to her guardian angels every night and thanks them. So this is the beginning of your gratitude journey. That's exactly what it's about. Okay, so the visualization is where the whole thing about the vision boards comes in. Now, you also need to look for positives in every situation. Okay, so I already spoke about that, about the present being perfect and about someone talking about the end of a relationship on social media last week. Okay. So, um, and you know, in everything, there's a positive. Okay. Sometimes people lose their job. They're made redundant, you know, out of the blue, but sometimes that's a kick up the backside from the universe to say, well, you know, you've been looking to go back to college for years. Now is your opportunity or now is your opportunity to get that job that you really wanted, you know? So sometimes, um, you know, we're pushed out of the situation that we're in in order to find the one that we're supposed to be in, okay? Then you have to identify negative thinking. So one is be grateful, two is visualize your goals. I know some people are making notes. One is be grateful, two is visualize your goals. Three is look for the positives. Four is to learn how to identify negative thinking, okay? Identify it and expel it immediately. Okay. We call it stinking thinking. Okay. So any negative thoughts that you have is the stinking thinking. Okay. Um, so it's what's going to drag you down. Okay. It's what's going to keep that negative energy within your energy. And that's what's going to bring about all of the, the negative things that you didn't want to happen in life. Okay. Um, one trick uh, that a friend of mine who's a counselor told me some years ago, um, you know, um, any of us here that are, are girls with long hair would be used to maybe wearing an elastic band, you know, hair elastic around our wrist, but you can just put a normal elastic band around your wrist. And every time you think a negative thought, oh, I can't do that because it might go wrong. I can't do that because, you know, what if it doesn't work out? or I was never very good at that, so I'm afraid. And every time you think one of those thoughts, the idea is that you twang the elastic, okay? So you pull it out and you give yourself a, um, a shot with it, you know, into your, into your wrist. So what you're doing is you're training your mind, okay? That every time you think something negative, you're equating it with pain. So eventually you train your mind not to think negatively, you train it to think positively. Okay, so only positive thoughts. Christina says she's a stinking thinker. I'm always thinking of the negative and planning in my head what to do when this happens. Do try the elastic band, 100%. You have to train your mind, okay? Um, I'll come back to you in a minute, Emily. I just have one more. So one, two, three, four. Number five, positive affirmations. And this is where we're going to talk a lot in a few minutes, Okay positive affirmations. It's repeating things. It's training your mind, your subconscious to believe. Okay. You believe that this is going to happen. So you're not saying, 
I think I might be able to if I work really hard and I'm very careful and I save a lot of money. Okay, I'm going to get what I want. No, that's not an affirmation. So your affirmation um, in that example would be, I am happy and grateful now that I live in the house of my dreams and I have the kitchen of my dreams and everything's working. Okay, so it always has to be in the present tense and you're happy and you're grateful for it. Okay, now I have been studying with Bob Proctor for seven, several months and um, this happy and grateful saying does come from Bob Proctor's teachings. Okay, so you are always happy and grateful that you have something. Okay, so. Um, now I will say the law of attraction is not immediate. Okay. You have to give it time to work. So we're not going to, well, I wouldn't say it can't happen, but generally don't expect that if you're, uh, being repetitive about something or you're visualizing something today, that's going to happen tomorrow. It can take weeks or months sometimes. Okay. Um, but what you're doing with this positive thinking is you are creating a more optimistic, um, or positive outlook on life. And it also helps you to stay motivated to keep working towards your goals. Okay. So we're focusing on our goals and our dreams instead of focusing on our frustrations. And by doing this, we change the frequency of our energy and therefore we attract positivity. Okay. Now, I do want to talk about affirmations a lot because this is how exactly that you're going to manifest what you want. So before I talk more around um, affirmations, does anybody have any questions? Let's see. Emily says, if I set something on my mind, I'm going to get it. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I will get it. That's exactly what it's about, Emily. That is 125%. You know it's going to take time, okay? But you're putting it out there. Hey, Helen, welcome. You're putting it out there and you know that at some point the universe is going to give it back to you, okay? And how do we put it out there? So we've already talked about the visual, the vision boards, okay? The notebooks, the screensavers, you know, um, you print something out, you draw it, you cut pictures out of newspapers or magazines, I don't care where you get them from, but when people are building houses, they do vision boards or I, there's another name they call them. I call them vision boards, but they're like um, where, you know, if you're getting an, a, a designer in, you know, um, if you're wealthy and you're getting an ex, a designer in to decorate your house, um, that designer will ask you, you know, over a three or four month period to tear out pictures that you see in magazines or newspapers, print them off a mood board. Thank you, Maggie, a mood board. Um, and you know, using all of these things, they will put together a color palette and a design for your home. Okay. So effectively what you're doing is pulling out everything you like and you're manifesting it. Okay. It's just another way of manifesting. Okay. So the visual is one big way. The other big way is to use positive affirmations. Okay. And that's the positive affirmation is where I was saying to you, that's what you say. So if you want your dream house, okay, you will say to yourself, okay, I am happy and grateful now that I am living in the house of my dreams with the people of my dreams. Okay. Or the people that I want with me. 
and we are healthy and happy. Okay. So you will put everything that's really important to you at that one moment in time into an affirmation that's in the present tense. Maggie's saying she always thinks of a vision board as a big Pinterest board. I could never get Pinterest. That's another topic altogether, but it's just something I, I just felt I never really could get. Um, but maybe I should try it more. But I use an old-fashioned notebook, and I have a whole punch. Um, it's one of those notebooks that's like a mini uh, ring binder, and I have a hole punch, and I'll just tear something out, print something off, draw it, and pop it in there, and I can flick through it uh, when I'm feeling, what am I doing this for? What am I working so hard for? And guys, there's there's times like, I mean, you know, it's 20 to 11. You know, I've been working since 10 o'clock this morning. Um, You know, I only had a half an hour for my lunch and another half an hour to go in and pick my son from school, up from school. So there's times here where I could be here till three o'clock in the morning doing readings or whatever. Um, And I'd have to, you know, I'd be getting really tired about midnight or whatever. And I'd have to flick through my notebook and remind myself why I'm here. You know, why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I'm working towards something. Okay. Can you use positive affirmation on behalf of somebody else? I would say no. Okay. Because they need to believe it. They need to believe that they can achieve anything that they want. Okay. But you can manifest um you know them in your life and sharing in you know what you have um and that the people are you can manifest the happiness for the people around you okay so maybe kind of in a in a roundabout way okay so we are so happy that you're doing this thank you christina so why um i wanted to just slow down a minute and talk about the affirmations is this the way you word it is so important. Okay. Now, I'm going to tell you a funny story, if I may. And it's a lady that I know. She actually lives in Germany. She's a Canadian. She was married to an Italian and lived in Italy for, I think, about 23 years. And when she got divorced, she moved to Germany, which is where she is at the moment. And I met her when I was working in London. Um, I was over there doing some mediumship. And we were talking about the whole law of attraction thing. So she has a grown up daughter and this daughter was working as an air stewardess. Do you call them air hostesses or air stewardesses? I don't know what they call them these days. I'm not very um, politically correct sometimes, but um, in flight attendant, let's call her. And she was working um, in first class for um, some prestigious airline. I suppose I shouldn't name names. But anyway, what she really wanted was to travel the world. Okay. But she thought that this job would bring her around the world. But anybody who knows anybody who's ever been an air cabin crew, thank you. Anybody who knows somebody who's ever worked as cabin crew knows that they only ever get to see the inside of an airplane and the inside of a hotel. Okay. Hey, Jazz, welcome. You're late tonight. We're all good. We're talking about the power of um, positive thinking and the law of attraction. So anyway, so it so happened that one of the regulars on the flight that she was working on uh, took a shine to her. That's my mother's. I, I, you know, I had it half out of my mouth and I said, oh my God, you've turned into your mother. So we would have said in the old days that he took a shine to her or he was very attracted to her. Okay. And um, he asked her out. So it turned out that this guy was uh, independently wealthy. Okay. And he too was considering taking a year out to travel the world. Okay. Which is what she wanted to do. 
So, um, so see the way, first of all, she attracted somebody like minded into her life. Right. And, um, so they both took a, they started dating. They both took a year out of work and instead of backpacking around the world, which was her original intention, he took her to five-star hotels everywhere they went to. Okay. He wasn't used to slumming it. So anyway, um, they were over in India somewhere and she rang her mother and she said, ma'am, I need my flight. Has he, <laughs> Lisa's asking, has he a brother? Um, and she rang her mother and she said, ma'am, I need the money for the flight home. And the mother said, why did you have an argument? Did you break up? Did he leave you there? What's going on? And she said, if I have to look at him for one more day, I'm going to kill him. Okay. She said, I can't stand him. He is just not for me. And the reason for this, okay, so she was manifesting two things. She was manifesting her trip around the world and she was manifesting a partner. But what she forgot to say in this was that she was happy. Okay, so always, always, always include the word happy. So that's why I say to you, always start with, I am happy and grateful that or because or whatever. Okay, so the wording here is so, so important. I just can't stress it to you enough. Now, another example that I'll give you. Okay, um, now somebody mentioned earlier about manifesting money. Okay, I wouldn't say money. You like money is only a way of getting what you want. So think about what you want the money for. So if you want the money to buy a car, think about the car. If you want the money to buy a house, think about the house and so on. Okay, because money itself, you know, money comes and goes and we should never, um, we should never, um, I suppose, put money above other things is one thing. Um, but what was I going to say? Sorry, I read comments sometimes and then it, and then it um, throws my thinking off, off. But I'll come back to it, okay? But my point was about the wording of your manifestations, okay? Um, so, for example, oh, yeah, we were talking about money, okay? So, always what you want the money for, okay? Money... We should never hoard money. Okay. So if you're a saver, it's a good thing to save to get the things you want. But if you're somebody that just hoards money for the sake of having it in the bank so that you can leave it to somebody after you die, then you're putting out the thought into the universe that you don't have enough money, that you have to hoard it, that you have to make a prisoner of every penny. And therefore, money stops coming to you because you're manifesting a shortage of money. Okay. So always be careful about manifesting money. You want to manifest what you want to buy with the money as opposed to the money itself. And guys, if you are a saver and you are, you know, with money, um, you know, thinking about money all the time, let me tell you that money should always move. Money should never stand still. Okay. So um, always, you know, give some money to something. Okay. I don't care if you have direct debit to St. Vincent de Paul for five euros a month. But as long as you're giving back what you can afford, it might be three euros or two euros a month. Okay. But if you're giving back, then you're keeping money in circulation. And this is important for the gratitude. Okay. And the circulation. Okay. Manifest the feeling of what it would be like to have money. Very true, Lisa. Very, very true. 
Okay, so the other example I wanted to give you as a manifestation, which people sometimes say, okay, like, for example, they'll say, I want to be out of debt this time next year. Okay, so that's kind of the way that they're manifesting money. They're not necessarily manifesting the money. They're just manifesting enough to get them out of debt, which is fair enough. Okay, but you've got two things there. If you said to me, if I said to, well, if I said to you first, what do you want? And you said to me, I want to be completely debt free this time next year. Okay, so the first thing is that you're not saying it in the present tense. So your manifestation would be, okay, I am happy and grateful now that I am debt free. Okay, but that is also wrong. And can anybody tell me why? If I'm saying I'm happy and grateful now that I am debt free. Can, is there anybody just, I know I've thrown a lot of information at you tonight, but can anybody pick up the now? No, the now is right. Okay. Because everything has to be in the present, because if you want to be something this time next year, then you're manifesting the want and you're always going to have the want. So it comes back to how you word it. I'm happy and grateful now that I have abundance in my life. You could word it that way. But um, what you really need to say, so let me just recap what I said. You're still, thank you, Lisa. You're still focused on the word debt. When you put the word debt into your manifestation, you're going to manifest debt. Okay. So if you're saying I'm happy and grateful now that I am debt free, you're attracting more debt into your life. And D-E-B-T. Okay not d-e-a-t-h okay so the the debt is in money debt so you must always say i am happy and grateful now that i have found financial freedom or as lisa says happy oh no sorry it wasn't lisa somebody else said i'm happy and grateful now i have abundance in my life okay um david oh david david's looking to get a job okay so let's get more specific about where, what we're visualizing or manifesting, David. Okay. So it's not good enough to say, I'm hoping I can get a job soon. Okay. First of all, you need to sit down with a pen and a piece of paper and figure out what kind of job do you want? And I totally get it. Everybody would say, I want anything at all. That's just going to get me food and somewhere to live. Okay. I get that. But this is how people end up in jobs that they don't really want. Okay. They take a job, which is fine. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to do, but if you're taking a job to just get through and pay bills, then always envisage it as something temporary. Okay. You still need to figure out what is your dream job and how will it work? So David, you are, I'm going to just um, are you qualified in anything, David? Is there something that you always wanted to do? Okay. So I'm going to make up an example in my head because I don't want to ask you too many, um, personal details, but say, for example, if you had always wanted to work, um, in finance, okay. And, um, you wanted say a job as a financial advisor. I don't know why anybody would want that job, but just imagine you did. It's just the first thing that came into my head. Okay. So, you would say, I am happy and grateful now 
that I am successfully working as a financial advisor and I am being paid the salary that I deserve. Okay, not necessarily that you need, but what you deserve. And therefore, you will get enough to live. Okay, and once you're into something, you can work your way up. Okay, so I am happy and grateful now that I am working in my dream job and being paid the salary that I deserve. Okay, go deeper, get out that vision board or get out that piece of paper and write down what does a day in the life of a financial advisor um, entail? Okay, what is that life going to be like? Because you have to envisage that you're living this life. Okay. So I know circumstances are very difficult for you at the moment, but you know, in an ideal world, you would get up every morning and wash and dress as if you were going into that job. Okay. Um, you would think like somebody who's working in that job. You would think over every financial transaction that you carried out. Okay. You would um, think about how you're going to spend your salary, what you're going to buy, even down to if you were just doing nothing some evening and you were writing a shopping list of someone that didn't um, have any financial concerns. So you're going to go to Marks and Spencer's, for example, to do your weekly shop. Okay, so you need to think like that successful financial advisor. Okay. you know, so you need to start working on this. Okay. So it's thinking about what it is that you want to do. Okay. I totally get that we need to pay the bills and we take anything that comes up, but then, okay, you could take a job. I don't know. You could take a job, for example, I don't know, emptying bins in an office. Let's just say there's nothing wrong with it. I've done it myself, but um so say you're a janitor in an office block for example right it's not what you want to do long term but i am so happy and grateful now that i am working in this job which provides me with a great work atmosphere and a salary that i deserve and it's also giving me the opportunity to train for the career that i desire okay so something like that Okay, but always the happy and the grateful. Okay, am I making sense, guys? I'm I'm very <laughs> I'm very conscious that I've been talking here for forty five minutes without drawing breath. Okay, um, am I making sense with how that's exciting, David? I'm really going to try and send you some positive energy to get out of the situation that you're in. Are you in Ireland, David? Yeah, I mean, we all want the best for you. We're all going to manifest for you now, David. Are you in Ireland? A little pick me up I needed to hear. Oh, thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Uh, oh, you're in the US. Okay, well, thanks for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Um, I wish that you were closer and I could help in some way, even to give you Christmas dinner or something that would, um, you know, help you out and get you on the road to your success. But it's coming, okay? So don't forget, this is going to be on my, um, this is going to be on my I don't know it well it's on everything it's on Podbean it's on Amazon Music or Amazon Podcasts it's on Spotify it's on lots of different um lots of different apps or whatever you call them um so like if you get to a point where you're feeling down okay 
come to the end of this show, come to about 50 minutes in where we talked about your situation and, you know, get that energy back up again and working for you, because don't forget that you're the energy. Okay. It's, it's you, you're putting this energy out there and all the universe is doing is reciprocating by giving it back to you. Okay. Dreams definitely do come true. Okay. I know Christina, <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. Pet. Look, I was in a job which would have been considered a really good job. Um, I know you're not in Ireland where I am, but like when, you know, once you get into like a good office job or something, I actually used to work in third level education. Okay. And I was in it for 13 years. And, uh, when I said I was going to resign and give it up, everybody was like, Oh my God, you can't give up that job. It was a government job. It had a really good pension. Well, I still have a lot of pension. Um, but, um, it was like a really good pension, you know, sick pay, um, five weeks holiday a year plus the annual leave. So like, I mean, when I think back, Oh my God, we used to get like three weeks off at Christmas, we used to get five weeks and then we'd get all the holy days and the bank holidays and everything. So like we had a ton of holidays, but I wasn't happy and it wasn't what I wanted to do. I had worked so hard uh, on my mediumship, um, you know, and doing readings for people. I wanted to do it full time. And I really do believe that even though it wasn't in the most pleasant way, you know, that it came about for me in the end, but it came around because I actually needed that kick. I actually needed for that negative energy to come into my workplace in order to give me the kick of the backside that I needed to say, okay, I'm out of here. Okay. Um, you know, and that was my kick to say, Sandy, you know what? You've been sitting on your hands about this whole mediumship thing for so long. You need to get out there and start doing it. So I did. Um, I took, well, lucky me, I was working for the government. I was able to take a five-year career break. And I started, um, you know, I, I started my business in the February and it just took off, you know, luckily for me, um, you know, it, I know it doesn't for everybody, but we need to believe that it will. So the belief in yourself and the belief in your power to manifest or attract all of these positive things for you and never, ever think about you know, the negative that you have to go through. So never dwell on the fact that you're living where you're living at the moment. You have to envisage in your head. So in the same way that you get up and clean yourself and dress yourself as best you can, and you go out there and you go to places and you hand in your CV, or I don't know if you have unemployment offices over there, which does, um, you know, which provides training courses. And, you know, you're going into all of those, you're putting your name down, you're working for it. But also envisage that when you come home in the evening, okay, that you're not going to where you are at the moment, that you're going to your own little apartment, okay, you've got your own kitchen, you've got your own bedroom, okay, so you have to envisage the life that you want. So it's like anybody, uh, Maggie was saying to us that she manifested her own house. So in order to do that, Maggie was living somewhere different. And she didn't like it at all. And it wasn't modern and it wasn't the way she wanted it to be. But every day when she went in the gate to her house, she had to envisage that she was walking into the house of her dreams and say to herself the equivalent of, I am so happy and grateful now that I am living in the house of my dreams. Okay. And I'm healthy and I'm happy uh, you know, and, you know, we're all here together, whatever way she manifested it. But 
when you're thinking about it, you have to think of the little details. Like Maggie said, what color is the front door? You know, where is the sink? Is it under the window or on an island in the middle of the floor? Where would you put the telly? Okay, does the front door open directly into the living area or do you have a hallway? So when you're thinking about your house, you're thinking of the little detail and you're, you're imagining that this is the life that you're currently living. Okay. And Emily has a great um, thing here. She says, sometimes it's like diving into a pool. You have to reach rock bottom to get to the surface again. I love that, you know, because I think there's always been a point where we've all hit rock bottom. I know I have, you know, I still deal with the PTSD. So, you know, we've all been there. Um, Maggie says, even down to the washing machine and her daughter's bed, it was amazing. You know, Maggie, I mean, you know, <laughs> you're the epitome of the, the greatest manifester that I think I've ever met. Um, but the facilitator, and I'll let you go now in a minute, but I am doing the Bob Proctor program and it's all about um, thinking into results is what the program is called. And it's about, you know, working on your, your mindfulness, working on attracting what you want into your life. Okay. And I was down for a long time. You know, I make no secret of the fact that I deal with PTSD on a daily basis. And because I deal with PTSD, I'm very inclined to be negative and I'm very inclined to not put myself out there and do the things that I want to do. Okay. It's like this book that I'm writing now. I've been talking about this book for about six years. Okay. And I finally got a few chapters into it, but I was always scared. And I was always thinking, what are people going to think of me when they know my real story or, you know, not that it's anything that bad, but you know, um, it's just, you know, the negative thinking that creeps in. And I consistently have to remind myself that the only people that are going to read it are the ones that care. Okay. So, you know, you've got to kind of block out the negative side of things at any time. Okay. Because we talked about it at the beginning of the hour, um, you know, about the vacuum, you know, when, when you purge all the positivity, what's going to happen, it fills up with negative thoughts. So you need to purge the negative thoughts and fill up with the positive, but you've got to envisage every aspect of what you want. And I was telling you about the facilitator that um, is running um, the course that I'm on. She's actually a po originally from Poland. She's living in Dublin now. And um, Ava is her name. And um, she's so lovely. And she worked as an accountant. And she was on the, the standard 40 grand a year or whatever. And, you know, she wanted more. And she retrained. And, you know, she did all this. And... Um, She's now um, earning about 250 grand a month. Okay, I know good for her. I'm not earning that. But, you know, she's manifested this for herself over the past two years. She retrained. She gave up her job. She took a leap of faith in herself. And she, you know, invested in herself because, you know, there was a lot involved in the training that she did. And now she's earning a lot of money. Okay. And I'm delighted for her because she's put in that that money and I, you know, and that belief in herself and, you know, the um, the taking the leap of faith, I guess. Uh, Christina, yes. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy for her. And I know that if I put in the, t the work and the positive energy and the positive thinking, 
that I can get the results that I want or need. Okay. Am I self-publishing or do I have a publisher? I've got hybrid publishing, Maggie. So it's a bit of both. So I have a publishing house in New York. Um, but basically I will pay for the publication and a small fee to them, but they will put it into stores for me. Okay. So it's called hybrid publishing. So if you're writing, um, send me an email and I can give you the details. Kelly, I'm reading The Road Less Travelled at the minute. It's a tough read, but it's helping me so much dealing with the past, staying in the present and wishing for a beautiful future. And Kelly, you need to do that exactly, you know, the way that's comfortable for you, because I'm not going to throw anybody into manifesting a, um, a mansion for themselves next year when a two bedroom apartment is all that they need. OK, so start with something small, because if you start with something small and you achieve it, that's going to lift your energy more and more. And you're going to believe, oh, my goodness, this actually works, because once you see it working, um, then um, you know, you get more energy. I'm going to leave you tonight with another book recommendation, guys. I know you can't see it, but I actually have it on my desk here in front. I got the hardback copy because these are books that I like to read over and over again. So I'm reading this one at the moment and it's about, um, uh, it is a woman who kind of worked, you know, about, you know, getting herself rich and stuff like that, but it is about how she manifested where she wanted to be in her life. So this book is called The Having. Okay. Uh, oh, Christina, you're writing children's books for two years now. They haven't left your bedside locker. I know. And this is, I have been doing this um, thinking into results for several months now. And it's only now that I've got enough um, belief in myself um, that I went to the publisher. And yeah, she was more than happy to take me on, you know, uh, so amazing. So this book is called The Having, okay? I'm going to type it in for those of you that are online. It's called The Having. Um, I'm typing on where it's going. The Having. Okay, now, the reason I have to type is because the Sue Yoon Lee and Yu Hon, J-O-O-Y-U-N Hong. Okay, so they're the two authors of this book. Okay, so the book is called The Having. And the authors, one is called Su Yun Lee. I apologize if I'm uh, mispronouncing this. So the first name is Su, S-U-H. Then the second name is Yun, Y-O-O-N. And then her last name is Lee, L-E-E. So Su Yun Lee. And the second author is Ju Hyun um, my, my pronunciation of um, Asian names is just absolutely terrible. So Ju Yun, J-O-O-Y-U-N, Ju Hyun, J-O-O-Y-U-N, Hong, H-O-N-G, like Hong Kong, Ju Yun Hong. Okay, so they're the two authors of the book. And um, that is also a journey of manifestation. But I would say if it's the start of your journey, um, you know, do... Um, do the magic first and david if you're still listening will you email me um and i can give you a copy of the magic and you can read it on your phone if you or your whatever you're using to connect in with us okay um so guys i hope you enjoyed it i feel like i've talked a lot at you i hope that you really found it it's on kindle is it kathleen great 
Okay. No problem, Christina. Thank you for joining. Um, thank you for your time. I'm sorry I kept you a little bit too long, but um, I will have this up um, in an hour or so for replays um, or for anybody who didn't manage to catch it live. Okay. Um, and I will be on next week. I'm hoping to have a guest with me next week. I haven't confirmed it yet, but um, I will let you know as soon as possible. Where I do put it up mostly is on my Facebook page. I know not everybody would be on Facebook, but when I um, get an agenda for the program, I generally put it up on my Facebook. That's where I'm most active. Okay, so I will see you either on Facebook or the same time, same place next week. And just for those of you who tune in every week, I know it's coming up to the holiday season. I'm not intending on taking a break from the podcast because the holidays are falling at the weekends. So I will be around. So um, please do join in next Wednesday and the Wednesday after and then back in the new year. I will be here every Wednesday. So same time, same place next week, guys. And thank you all so much for joining. And I will talk to you soon. Bye. Discussing everything.